Welcome to Christ, Culture, and Cinema with the doctor, Jeffrey Skopak, and his trusted assistant, Michael Pop, as they explore the intersection of faith, movies, and our contemporary context. Welcome back to Christ, Culture, and Cinema. And how are you doing in this post-Thanksgiving world, Michael? Feeling the heat. It's December. I've got some shopping to do. I've got decorations. I can't keep my nativity scene lit up. One night I come home, Joseph's not lit. Today, uh -huh. Mary wasn't lit. I don't know what's going on. That would be a problem. Yeah. First, we look too Catholic with just Mary and Jesus lit up. And now we look anti-Catholic because yeah. Mary's dark. Mary, Mary went dark. <laughs> It's not good when Mary oh, goes dark. Not good. Yeah, I was out in Arizona visiting our, our daughter and son-in-law. We helped them decorate their house, came home, and then decorated ours. You did have nicer weather than we did here. Uh, I think we it's did. kind of 60s and overcast. Not real great. Yeah, no, it was the typical Tucson, Arizona this time of year. 40 in the morning, 70 in the afternoon, not a cloud in the sky. Did, did you say 40 in the morning? 40 degrees okay, in the morning. never mind. We had nicer weather here. Yeah, no, no, that's the morning, and then it gets up to Yuck. a lovely, lovely 70 degrees, oh. not a cloud in the sky, and, you know, buzzing overhead when you're in Tucson, Arizona. You have this huge, huge Air Force Base, Davis, Montham Air Force Base, Right next door to it is a second Air Force base, the Boneyard. It's where all your government dollar you goes to rest. You took me to by rest. there. Yeah. I when we were did. there for uh, best practices and went down to Tucson to visit friends. That's you right. Took me by that. that was really impressive. Yeah, it's really cool to see yeah. that. A lot, of, a lot of transportation planes were there uh, this time when I drove by. But, you know, when you're in Tucson, what's flying overhead are the A-10s. That's what they train there. Now, Today we're going to deal with a movie that's not an A-10, it's a Corsair, it's a naval plane, uh, but it's really not about the planes. It's a really, really new movie. It was only released on November 23rd of this year, 2022, and that movie is Devotion. Now, you and I had a really uh, unbelievable opportunity to preview this movie. We got to see it prior to November 23rd. Yeah. Uh, got to watch it in the comfort of Very our special. office. Yeah, we really <laughs> want to thank Sony Pictures for allowing uh, us to fools and microphones uh, in this little Christ Culture and Cinema podcast take a look at this movie. Now, this movie had a pretty robust budget, I think, of $90 million. Big budget. Now, keep in mind, the movie... Not MCU big, but... No, well, is appropriate there really... To the stars. Is there really anything MCU big in That's budgets true. these days? Star I mean, Wars. Let's be honest. That and Star Wars. Yeah. And then there's everything and else. And anything Tom Cruise does. Well, that's true, too, because he likes to blow things up. <laughs> exactly. Now, the budget in this was, like I said, $90 million. Now, all we have is a basically a week under our belt with this movie out there. So as of today, opening weekend is all we have for the register of money. Made about, what, $5.9 Is that yeah, what you have? Yeah, opening weekend was 5.9. Now, here we are. Uh, we're recording this a couple days before. Yeah. So it's only a few days after opening weekend, and it's already right. a $9 million. So I'm not sure how they figured that out. Did right. It, did the Monday uh, night go big, and they made an extra uh, $3 million? I don't know. but I don't know. It's going well, it's, but it's got a long way to go. It's got a journey to go, but this yeah. is the month of December, and in the month of December, movie houses know kids will be out of school, oh, adults yeah. will be on vacation. Hey, let's go check out the movies. 
And why not I, check out Devotion? I, I just saw Wakanda Forever. That's true. Yeah. You did. How yeah. was Got that? The Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Very, very happy with the way they did that. That was well done. Yeah, I haven't seen that yet. But let's so. get back to our movie, Devotion. Yeah. So I thought you were going Boneyard. Yeah. Because you were going to say maybe they uh, went through the Boneyard finding some planes for this movie. Well, you know, right next to the Boneyard in Tucson is a, uh, a museum to flight. Mm-hmm. Uh, so basically all the stuff that, you know, ends up in the Boneyard, uh, a plane or two is rescued for there. And they do have a Corsair. At the uh, Tucson uh, Aviation Museum there. So uh, so the movie itself, directed by J.D. Dillard. Uh, you know, not known for a whole lot of stuff. No. Uh, the biggest thing I found was uh, Sweetheart. Uh, so I had Utopia. There's an episode of The Twilight Zone, an episode of Outsiders, two episodes of two-sentence horror stories. Yeah, yeah and, not a whole lot. And this is not a horror story. This no. is a true story. This is a uh, biographical sketch in many respects. Uh, story of Jesse Brown. Yeah, let's talk yeah. about the cast. Now, the uh, the cast and the characters. Now, Jesse Brown, since you mentioned, mentioned him first, yeah. that's what this movie really is about. He is the first black naval aviator. Uh, in the United States Navy, uh, and the time frame is about 1950. We're yeah, post World War Two, and mm-hmm. on the cusp uh, of the Korean conflict, Korean right. War. Um, yeah, so that's about where we are. So this is segregated America, but here comes along Jesse Brown, played by Jonathan Majors. Uh, he's got a nice little career going for him, and. So far has played Nothing in very big. Yeah, well, the biggest one I would tell you as I look at it, he has The Last Black Man in San Francisco, uh, The Harder They Fall. A big movie, though, here is Jungle Land. That was a fairly robust movie. Hostiles, <laughs> Out of the Blue. The Last Black Man in San Francisco, and right next to it's White Boy Rick. He White was in Boy White Rick. Boy Rick. I there don't know. I didn't go. see that. Well, that but, may uh, be the Lovecraft Country. Nothing so I've heard of. More I've seen. definitely smaller yeah. films, to now, be sure. One of my favorite uh, interviews with Jonathan Majors I watched before we did this was uh, yeah. about the planes. Mm. You know, I mentioned this right before Korean War, older planes. Mm-hmm. So they there's only so many out there of these shows that they do. And so they, right. they borrowed a whole bunch of them. And, and his big thing was... I don't know if they check the safety on how how safe all these are. All of a sudden, the people just loan us their planes, and we get in them and start uh, recording. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he said it was quite the uh, experience. It's got to be a little scary, so, but to it be is sure. really neat to see those those planes in this movie. That's interesting. Now, playing the character Tom Hudner, uh, who was his uh, Jesse Brown's uh, commanding officer, immediate commanding officer, Lieutenant Tom Hudner, played by Glenn Powell. And Glenn Powell is probably the biggest name in the cast. It, it really started with him. Uh, he was one of the eight producers, and uh, it was him, after reading the 2014 book, uh, mm-hmm. Devotion and Epic Story of Hero- uh, Heroism, uh, Friendship and Sacrifice, yeah. uh, by Adam Makes. He's the one that uh, actually went and was pushing somebody to, to do this movie. And yeah. my favorite part was right before um, Powell died. Yeah. Uh, Hudner got to go visit him right before he died in 2017. So there was some real, real personal part. I mean, we all know Glenn yeah. Powell now is Hangman from Top Gun Maverick. 
But this was a, a, a passion story for him, telling yeah. this whole story, producer and, and actor. Well, let's talk about some of the movies he's been in, because I think there's a, there is that, a little bit of a theme here. Now, you mentioned Top Gun Maverick, which is now, you know, if not already, is the top grossing movie of all time. It has cleared, I believe, the $2 billion mark. It's incredible. That's insane. I mean, it's no Shawshank Redemption, but it's good. Oh, it's fun. It's an entertaining <laughs> movie. But let's go into Wayback Machine a little bit. He was in The Dark Knight Rises. Mm-hmm. Excellent in that movie. The Expendables 3. He's excellent in that movie. And here's a Christ culture and cinema, you know, put a star next to it movie. He's in Hidden Figures. And he's the he's the astronaut uh, who breaks the protocol mm-hmm. and walks over and visits with the black Glenn, ladies. Uh, he, he's uh, he's sent, he, Glenn from Glenn from Ohio. Yeah. Uh, so there anyway. you go, uh, John Glenn. John he's Glenn, John Thank Glenn you. from yes. Ohio. Yeah. So, so I also have him in Jurassic World. Yeah. Apollo Ten and a Half. I haven't yeah. seen that. I haven't seen, seen that, that one. No. Uh, Ride along too. <laughs> Ride along too <laughs> shows a little bit of a, a little he, diversity. He can do a little diversity, but yeah, he was. He's big now. He's hangman. He's in great stuff. Um, Let's just say, and he's the big name. Now, playing Daisy Brown, this is Jesse Brown's wife in the movie, is Christina Jackson. And she's been in a few things, Deception, River Edge, Outsiders, Swagger. But I think her critical role of recent years is in Boardwalk Empire. Ah. And she is tremendous in that. If you haven't seen that on HBO. Haven't seen it yet. Oh, my word. It's good. It's really she, good. She was in one episode of Blue Bloods. She's got really? that going for her. Yeah. Well, trust me. She has a much bigger character in Boardwalk Board Empire with Steve Bramucci. It's excellent. Excellent. Yeah, she must be mostly TV because I have 10 episodes of Swagger, the 26th the Outsiders you mentioned, 6th yeah. of the Good Fights, 6th of the River Ridge. I mean, a lot of, lot of TV stuff. Oh, well, most certainly. But she was good. Oh, she was great in this movie. And she's critical, folks, to the movie. She really is. Mm. Now, playing Bill Koenig, who's the trainer on the Corsair, because they're transitioning these Navy pilots to the Corsair, which has an oversized engine for the frame. In fact, on taking off and landing, the pilot cannot see the ground. He's looking up into the air. It's a very unusual aircraft. Uh, but playing Bill Koenig was Darren uh, Kegasoff, and we know him from The Secret Life of the American Teenager, uh, Delirium, Ouija, and Stalker. But again, we're, we're noticing lesser... Big blockbuster movies. These are TV. these are the yeah. next tier down or television. That's where these uh, actors are coming from, actors and actresses. Uh, playing Dick Cavoli, who is the commanding officer, uh, is Tom Sadowski. And again, uh, as I look a at bit this, bigger stuff for him. A little bigger, but again, outside of let's the smaller stuff first. Skin and Bone, right. Killing Eleanor, Life in Pieces, The Last Word. But wait a minute, John Wick and John Wick 2. Yeah. So I had the newsroom. Yeah, oh, the newsroom yeah, too. Yeah. So again, not huge stuff, but John Wick is big stuff. It's a good part, though, again. As you, as you look at that, uh, the cast, when yeah. it's really, I know the whole movie's focused around Jesse Brown, so wife is important, uh, Tom right. Hodder is important. But again, the leader here was there. It's, it's, it was some good parts. He was good. Now, playing Captain Sisson is Dean Denton. 
And we know Dean Denton from a movie we've done here on Christ Culture and Cinema. He's an American underdog. Uh, he's also in a great movie. I believe it's on Netflix uh, with Kevin Costner, uh, The Highwayman. Excellent movie. Oh, my gosh. But here you go. Here's your television. Days of our lives. There you go. <laughs> He's a Can't soap get away from it. guy. <laughs> Can't get away from Goes it. Goes from days of our lives to devotion. There like, you go. Like Joey Tribbiani. Yeah. And the soap opera. Right? There it is. Uh, Bo Lavery uh, is played by Spencer Neville. And guess what Spencer Neville has been in? Wait a minute. Oh, days of our lives. Days of our lives, Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, 17 episodes. I had that, but two episodes of The Ozark. Yeah. Love that one. Love well, that show. That's but also, he's in um, another television, American Horror Story, mm-hmm. uh, 911 Lone Star, Roped, The Deleted, Helicopter Moms. So, you know, here yeah. again, you see this lots and lots of lower movies and television. He was kind of the mouth of the group. He, was, he had a great character. He sure did. I really liked his character. Now, playing Marty Good. Uh, now I just saw them's concert. We just saw them on Thanksgiving yeah. Day. We have Joe Jonas. Yeah, Thanksgiving. <laughs> they were Day. the uh, Dallas. Uh, they were the halftime, halftime show, show at the uh, Dallas Cowboy yeah. New York Giant game. <laughs> oh, That's poor. what made me think of it too. <laughs> this is how pathetic we are, people. We are remembering the halftime yeah. acts. Yeah, Joe Jonas, but Joe Jonas is not the actor of the Jonas Brothers, which no. is really funny. But here's Joe Jonas, and again, we know him from Camp Rock. Uh, but he was in Zoolander too. That's yeah, not a good not movie. a good movie. Top five worst movies good. of all time. Grease Alive. Oh well, yeah. Well, well, that was okay. Grease Alive was okay. Uh, playing Elizabeth. Oh, oh, oh. oh wait, you got Night more. In the museum. Battle oh. of the Smithsonian. That's right. And, and I also have the home movie of The Princess Bride that they did during the pandemic because that's yeah. just hilarious. That's pretty funny stuff. <laughs> now playing Elizabeth Taylor. Uh, the actress of, of Days Gone By was Sarinda Swan. And she she's in right now on television. She's on Reacher, which right. is a great, great show. I think that's on Amazon. No, that's it's, I think that's on Amazon, uh, Reacher. It's either on Amazon or Apple. Sure it's one of it. the two. It's right. really, really good. I got them um, all now. But she's in Graceland Television, Chicago Fire. Uh, she's in the Tron Legacy. Uh, I have her in the show Coroner. So again, yeah, thirty-eight episodes. That's why I show her biggest thing was Coroner. Coroner, yeah. I, I don't know Redemption Day or Revenge Ride. I mean, she's still a smaller actor, and yeah, I, I know it's hard to play an icon. Yeah, she did a really great oh, job. Oh, she did those, a great those job. Those scenes were really. I think the scenes were pivotal, of course, to the story of Jesse Brown. But she does a nice job pulling off Liz Taylor. She sure did. And then finally, playing Charlie Ward is Joseph Cross. Uh, and wait for it. He also is in a soap opera, As the World Turns. So, <laughs> That's you know, where they got him. Uh, I love this one, Running with Scissors, but he's in a pretty big movie, Milk, uh, the yep. story of uh, Harvey Milk. So that's a pretty good one. Also in Lincoln. Yeah, one and two. Also, oh, no, it was Camp Rock. Uh, he's in Lincoln. He's also in Flag of Our Fathers, uh, yep. which is another good one. He's in Falling Up, which is a good one. And then he's in a um, interesting show. It's on television, Mindhunter. Okay. So, you know, there you have, uh, again, we're looking at actors and actresses whose careers are more on the ascendancy side of the ledger. They're they're growing their careers, and they all come together in this movie devotion. Yeah. Um, the, 
Go ahead. I, I was just going to say, I think one of the things that made it really neat to watch and personal is, is as we were getting ready to watch it, and I looked it up, a lot of this was filmed in uh, Georgia, Savannah, Tybee Island, uh, Statesboro. There was a, a Charleston, South Carolina, and, yeah. and a scene in Washington. But mm-hmm. but a lot of it was, if you watch it, you know, you see those beaches. I, I visited Tybee Island and stuff. It, it's really neat to see what they were doing. You know, those scenes on the beach where yeah. he and his wife are supposedly looking at each other from right. the ocean and stuff. Uh, it's a it's a neat movie. Well, this it's you know it's supposed to be you know the assumption is it's really supposed to be Pensacola. Right. I mean that's right, what right. it's supposed to be. But Pensacola is to this day an active, very active, naval you know aviation base. And it's you don't where want to be around in the sky over there without. Uh, yeah, no, that's where the Blue Angels practice. Mm-hmm. I mean that's a very mm-hmm. very different place. So they got to find something that resembles um, you know Pensacola, but without all the flights. And aircraft flying around him. So, uh, so like we said, this is 1950 America. Uh, the Cold War is heating up. It looks like there's going to be the outbreak of war on the Korean Peninsula. And into this comes Jesse Brown, the first black aviator in the United States Navy. And Tom Hudner, who's coming in as uh, his lieutenant, who is an Annapolis graduate. Right. And, you know, you would think this movie, I think a lot of people have seen the ads on television and the like, and they always show the flying scenes, the Corsairs flying the over action. Korea, the Gotta action. Get people in for the action. But, you know, I think if we were to quantify the number of minutes of actual flying and action in this movie, what would you say? Well, they're, they're big scenes. Oh, they're big scenes for sure. But but they show a very small section of who Jesse Brown is. When you look at the story of right. Jesse Brown, I think you hit it on the head. The relationship between him and his wife, the relationship yep. between the, the men, what he dealt with as this black aviator, what he yep. dealt with, you know, trying to get into the bar that one time, uh, right. the Liz Taylor scenes. I love yep. it. I mean, it really shows an all-around story where the flying is, the, it, it's part of the story. Yeah. It's We're, not the story. And we'll say this right now. Yeah. This is a massive spoiler alert. The movie's been out a week. You know, by oh, yeah. the time this uh, podcast drops, two hey, weeks. It's a biography. Yeah. You know, it, it's a biography. If, if you don't know it, uh, we're going to tell you about it. Go watch it. It's so good. Yeah. So his, what we, what we discover is it's him dealing with the pressures. And there are more pressures on this man than you can imagine. There's first the pressures of the racism of the day mm. because... You know, he he talks about this with Tom Hudner to to become to get through the Naval Aviation Flight School. You know, they made him swim way more than any other person because they couldn't believe a black man could put swim. In his, uh, they put outfit. weights in his yeah, flight his suit when they had the float in the water. I mean, they did everything to undo him. This was inherent racism of the nineteen. 19- 50 american scene and, to be sure they mention it they don't show it right you know it's it's not like what was the cuba gooding movie where he was the diver um oh the navy diver one oh, yes with robert de niro that's so that good that's a great movie too. It, but that showed all yeah. those things like he, yeah. he went through here they, they mention them right but it's, it's more of those personal relationships i thought this yeah. movie was so well done that well way. and it's and it's his inner character so we very early on when Tom Hudner meets Jesse Brown for the first time, there's Jesse Brown talking to himself in a mirror, saying some of the some really horrific racial things to himself. Yeah, and repeating we lear- what he heard. Repeat, and what we learn later is he kept a ledger 
of all the hurtful, hateful things ever said to him, mm-hmm. and he used it as motivation to mold his character, to shape his character, to overcome, <laughs> and to be a greater person. It's kind of Michael Jordan-ish before Michael Jordan. Yeah, you know, yeah. way before Michael he uses Jordan. uses all that motivation. He sure does. Yeah. Uh, and that's one pressure. A second pressure is he is a symbol to the other black sailors. Oh, yeah. There's some uh, great scenes about that. So later on, we see this on the flight deck when he has to land this Corsair on the flight deck of an aircraft carrier, which they say in aviation is the hardest thing in the world to do is to take off and land on the on a moving ship. Right. That this is You have a moving runway with a plane coming in hot. And the first time he goes to land, he pulls up and he pulls around and he nails it the second time. And all the black sailors are out there waiting to see him do it. And they're cheering him on. And one of the white uh, pilots says to the group, it's like they want to see Jackie Robinson steal home. So they pay an homage to the to the idea that this guy, Jesse Brown, is carrying on his shoulders the hopes, the dreams, the aspirations of all these black naval sailors. You, you and I, being here in Jacksonville with the Navy families, we, we see how... Uh, people who are in the service, you know, thank you all. You know, it's pressures his husband, pressures mm-hmm. his father. That that's hard enough, right? But he, yeah, it's 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 for a people that he is basically doing all this. And there's that scene where the the one man comes up to him, and gives him a Rolex on behalf oh, of all the guys, right? Yeah. All the guys pitched in to give him this Rolex, and yeah. he was taken back at first. And you'd think, is, is he going to accept that? And I think he realizes, I. Uh, I'm gonna for them. Yeah, you know it was such a special scene. Yeah, it's it's fascinating. And then you have alongside him Tom Hudner, who really has mm. had, in many respects, the privileged life. Yeah, you know he's gone to Annapolis. He's an officer. Clearly, grew up in a good family. And Tom Hudner is trying to find his way as his commanding officer, but also as his friend, and wants to be his friend. Yeah. And there's that tension of. He wants to step in and protect Jesse Brown. And I love it. Jesse Brown says to him, I can fight my own fights. I've been doing it for some time now. Uh, And I think that was a powerful moment in the movie when he says this to him. It was interesting to see how Tom Hunter went about breaking down. You know, first there was the car breakdown. He gives him a ride. And he says, is the car fixed yet? You know, and that time... He invites him in. Yeah. You know, there's just that little bit at a time where all of a sudden Tom meets his wife, you know, and and it, it's a neat, you know, it's not overdone. I think little by little, they kind of add to that whole story. Yeah. I, you know, I really appreciate, you know, when you start looking at how Jesse Brown is living his life. And, and let's not forget, he's also a husband and a father, and he wants to provide for his family this, this home of love, of care, of affection, and doesn't want all those things entering into that home, that he was protective of that home. So you, you kind of have a triangulated relationship going on of Tom Hudner, Jesse, and his wife. And as we see these relationships unfold, I can't help but think of uh, it's in the Apostle Paul. It's 1 Corinthians chapter 16. It's verse 13. Be watchful, stand firm in the faith, act like men, be strong. And that's what he is, isn't he? 
I mean, Jesse Brown is somebody who remains strong. He remains firm. He acts like a man. He doesn't act like a buffoon. Uh, I love the scene when they're on shore leave and they're the army guys on shore leave and the Navy guys on shore leave. And of course, there's always going to be that tension between branches of the military. But he encounters Elizabeth Taylor. And Elizabeth Taylor really crosses cultural boundaries and says, come bring your flyboys tonight to the casino. Okay, and they, so the, they, they show up in their whites, you know, so the army well, is always going to pick on them because they're wearing sissy whites. You before know. you go there, you know, he goes and tells the boys, hey, we were invited by Elizabeth Taylor to the to the casino tonight. We need yeah. to go get ready. And yeah. there's that bet. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. They, know, I'll give you $100, whatever the bet Whatever was. the bet was. So I love and when they, they show up. I love yeah. when they get to the casino and the basically the bouncer at the front door. The doorman. The doorman is not going to let him in because, well, he's black. And then he talks to them. In, in French. French. Yeah, that was a great and, scene. And then all of a sudden, they let him in and they go to the table. And it was reaction of his fellow pilots Yeah, when he started talking French. He like, speaks French? What? What? How can he a, speak French? Oh, then they go to the casino table and they meet Elizabeth Taylor. And she shoes off the army guys because their bets are running cold because she wants to hang out with the flyers. And that's when, of course, the Navy guys exchange the money because they lo- the one guy they loses the bet. the bet. Later on, when there's the encounter on the street, Tom Hudner wants to protect him. Right. But he but Jesse is telling him, I don't need to be protected. I need to be better than this. Now what's funny is later on in one of those great action scenes, when the Corsairs come in to protect the ground troops, and the guy who is most in Jesse's face is on the ground being shot at by the North Koreans. He looks up and he sees the black aviator flying overhead. It's a beautiful moment. Great scene. In this in the movie. A little homage, like which, you like to say. Which it really is. And it brings me to, you know, again, another Bible's passage to me that just resonates with Jesse Brown is first Peter chapter five. And I'm gonna back it up to verse six through eight. It says, Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, so that at the proper time he may exalt you, casting all your anxieties on him because he cares for you. Be Mm. sober-minded, be watchful. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking someone to devour. Resist him. And and man, that's Jesse Brown, Mm -hmm. isn't it? He is resisting every step of the way. All All the triggers to be hateful, all the triggers to be selfish, all the triggers to lash out. He's always committed to being the very best version of himself. And the thing I guess I appreciate most by our Jackie Robinson stories, by a story like this, by what Martha, they weren't playing on a level playing field. Mm-hmm. They were having to overcome far more than everybody else, and they knew it. And instead of hollering about it or causing it, they accepted it as what they had to do. And they, they did it well. They use it, it was as incredible. fuel to yeah. overcome. And, you know, it's in that climactic scene. You know, here they are. Uh, they're going back. Uh, they're doing this run to blow up these bridges so the Chinese can't come over and support the North Koreans. And they're taking all sorts of heavy fire. And they blow up, you know, the, they, they make a couple of runs. And they're like, it's time to, time to go. It's, it's too hot. And Jesse Brown circles back. And he makes that run, and he blows the bridge against orders. Against orders, well, <laughs> and then he gets. Once you do it well, nobody cares. Right? But his plane gets shot up, and now they're flying. Mm-hmm. He's losing. He's losing uh, oil. 
He's mm-hmm. losing oil pressure. It's going down. And he has to ditch the plane, and they're going to land in North Korea. And I think this is a fascinating part of the story. And he crashed, you know, he they find a place to land this plane. He lands. Well, land is generous. Generous. He plane. crash lands it. But, you know, they see him go down, and I, I just love the fact that they they couldn't leave him there. Well, they were waiting for him to get out, waiting for him to get out. And he doesn't get when out. When he couldn't get out. That's when Tom decided to help him out. And Tom Hudner goes back, and he ditches his plane, mm-hmm. gets out, and Jesse is pinned in the cockpit. He's alive, but he's pinned in the cockpit. Then enters our rescue helicopter, the Navy rescue helicopter, right. who flies into enemy territories. And this is his dear friend who he knew from flight school. And here they are with an axe trying to break free uh, their friend. I mean, this is a true devotion moment. They are devoted to him. I think the title is so appropriate for this movie. And here they are trying to free him, and they can't. They can't free him. His legs are pinned, yeah. And he dies. He dies in the cockpit of the plane. He he dies. I I guess you don't think about these things. The fact they're waiting for him to get out of the plane so they could destroy it. They didn't want to leave that kind of technology technology there for the North Koreans. so then they go down. You know they're going to have to do that to two planes. Right. Um, and how hard that was for him when they realized that, you know, he was gone. He couldn't do it. And I, I just love the I love the moment because Tom Hudner now, this is, you know, again, the triangulated relationship. It's Tom Hudner uh, when he, after they, they have to abandon him in the mm-hmm. plane. They send out the, you know, the basically the farewell flight. They go out and they destroy the two planes. Kind and of they his, know, his funeral. They know of, that you know. is. It's a funeral flight, and they know Jesse's in the plane. So now we're fast forward. We're back in the United States, and Tom Hudner is with Daisy, and he's apologizing, and he says to her, "I'm sorry, I couldn't have saved him." And I loved Daisy's response. That was never your job. I asked you to be there for him, and you were. And, you were. Mm-hmm. And, and that's devotion. She's, she was a devoted wife. He was a devoted husband. Tom Hudner was a devoted friend. Devotion is the right word, and I think it absolutely exemplifies and it amplifies the words you know, of 1 Peter. I mean, just stop and consider again. Humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God, so at the proper time he may exalt you, casting all your anxieties on him because he cares for you. Be sober-minded. That's exactly what Jesse Brown was and really what I think in, in, in respect through their friendship got transferred to Hudner and through their marriage to Daisy. Well, even even after his death, I mean, this was... Um oh my goodness, what, 60-something years later, they were still trying to recover his remains with the North Koreans. They were still trying to work to get over there. And and, and last I think I saw was 2014 where they were making arrangements and something happened. And maybe one of them was even stopped because of COVID. They were still trying to go to the accident site to try to recover remains. Isn't that amazing? To bring Jesse Which again is devotion because Mm -hmm. this is now Tom Hudner's son and... Daisy and Jesse's daughter, mm-hmm. who are trying to do this, right? Uh, you it's know, amazing. it really is a, a to me. This is a heartwarming story. Yeah, there's some cool flight stuff in it. If you're going to the movies for crazy flight scenes and all that, 
uh, go see Top Gun Maverick. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. You know, go see but. that. But Devotion has that. However, this is a much deeper story, and I think what makes it so profound and powerful is it's true. And, and here's where, I guess, you and I as movie lovers, I want people to support this movie so that it makes money and people are willing to do more of these biopics. There's a yeah. lot of stories out there that yeah, need I to agree. be told. I agree. That we're never going to hear yeah. if people can't make money off it. I mean, that's just honest truth. Yeah. People need to go support this movie. Hey, you know, we get to see some of the numbers, you know, of people listening to the podcast. And many of these types of movies, they just don't do that well even on our podcast because, hey, this isn't MCU, this isn't Star Wars, this isn't, you know, over-the-top big-budget comedies with... This is a true story. You know, this mm -hmm. is like The Darkest Hour. You know, I would encourage you, if you haven't listened to Darkest Hour yet on this, go back and listen to it. It's a true story of a man with the weight of the world on his shoulders. Oh. Uh, this movie is a man overcoming all sorts of adversity to be a, a, a sober-minded, you know, strong in the Lord, strong in the faith, strong in character to those around him carrying you know friendship you know his relationship as a husband but also the hopes and dreams of others uh, this is a true story of devotion aptly named wonderfully acted incredibly done you know from a cinematic standpoint beautiful beautiful camera work really a great movie right. uh, and i think this leads to our question of the day uh, so what are you willing to sacrifice to be sober-minded in the world today? What are you willing to do to exemplify what true devotion to your Lord, to your family, to your friends looks like? How can you be more like Jesse Brown in this movie? How can you be a man or a woman of great integrity? And I think that's a great place to leave this movie off. I really hope, folks, you go out and see this movie in the theater. Uh, support movies like this. These movies are important. And uh, we, we can't let the well run dry. You know, let's, let's support these types of movies. So where are we going to go next week, Michael, becomes the oh, question. We're getting closer to Christmas. Which means we're now in our window of our Christmas extravaganza movies. And, you know, I looked back and, you know, a movie we've never done, but I guarantee you pretty much every listener has seen. Oh, boy. You know what movie we're going to do next week? What's the plan? National Lampoon's Christmas oh. Vacation. Uncle Eddie. Little Holiday Roads coming with <laughs> Uncle Eddie. Until next time, we'll see you at the movies. Thank you for joining us for Christ, Culture, and Cinema with the doctor, Jeffrey Skopak, and his assistant, Michael Pop. Until next time, we'll see you at the movies. <laughs>